The Spiritual Freedom Show with Richard Lawrence, where politics is not the answer, materialism counts for nothing, and spirituality will set you free. I'm Richard Lawrence, and this is an Ethereus podcast. We're also syndicated on these radio networks on the first and third Saturdays of the month. Body, Mind, Spirit Radio, Transformation Talk Radio, WTRM, the Trim Radio Network, and Oneness Talk Radio. So later we're going to be joined by our producer, Darren Ball, with another of your questions and some comments. Uh, But first, we're going to carry on looking at this extract from the fifth freedom in the nine freedoms by Mars Sector 6 through Dr. George King, uh, which has been identifying four of the limitations that we need to overcome in our journey towards enlightenment, towards cosmic consciousness, and towards global service, which is the thing that really, really counts in these days. So today we're talking about breaking free from possession. And that doesn't mean, in case anyone's wondering, getting rid of everything you own. It doesn't mean that. Uh, Actually, there was a time when the spiritual aspirant, the sannyasin or the sadhu or whatever they were called, even actually the the Western monks sometimes, uh, or none, did get rid of everything they owned as part of their spiritual vocation. It doesn't mean that here. It means getting rid of a mindset, a mind state, uh, in this world, you you know, we need to have a home of some sort, generally. We generally need to have some clothes to wear, some food to eat, maybe a vehicle to travel in, and so on and so on, just to carry out our work in life. And that's the main thing in these days, our work, our spiritual work. And that will involve, in most cases, also having to do some material work in order to have the income in order to do our spiritual work. So whatever our mission in life may be, and hopefully it's a spiritual one, that's what we're focused on on the spiritual freedom show. Yes, we will need to have certain things to live in this world. But the key is not to be attached to them. Possession is a state of mind, and it's a state of mind which stands in the way of enlightenment because it's not based on real truth. And we're trying to go deeper behind these things, racial prejudice, nationalism, possession. Uh, Master Theorist put it brilliantly. He said this, in, you are in charge for the time being of a combined set of molecules, but you do not really own one atom of one cell of your body. Your body belongs to everybody. It is constantly changing, going to and coming from other bodies. How can you really own this body when you are constantly interchanging atoms with the whole universe? Thousands of atoms pass through your mental and physical bodies every second, which are made better or worse for their passage. And that is, a, as it were, a physical analysis, but it's the truth of the matter. We live in a, in a basic physical realm here. There are those on higher realms who have a much better culture, let's put it that way. But in this realm, the world is dominated by money, by legal ownership, and we have to operate in that world in order to achieve things. As I say, the old Sanyasins avoided that. They took up the begging bowl, even. They freed themselves of the possession mindset by having no possessions. But in a way, it's a little bit like this. 
if you are a recovering alcoholic uh, and you just cut yourself away from all drink, all people who drank, uh, all bars, all places which sold drink, you never came ever into contact with any alcohol, that would be one way to go. But the other way to go, which uh, I always find very commendable, I have friends who are recovering alcoholics, they can sit in a bar while other people are drinking and still not touch that drink at all. Uh, they still know that for them, that's not the way to go. And they can do that. It may not be a good example this. But in this particular age, where we have to work in the world on this realm in service, we have to deal with so-called possessions. We have to do that, be in it, but not of it, and not attached to it, and not have the possession mindset. So in the light of that, let's listen again to the extract we heard last two weeks, uh, and it's identifying these four things of which one of them is possession. So would you please play that for us now, Darren? A terrestrial man is continually limiting these latent abilities within his real self. He is continually imposing limitation after limitation upon these glorious aspects of true creation. And what is the result? Racial prejudice, adherence and vain worship to some piece of multicolored cloth. A possession family tie. So there again we have the four of which one is possession and I want to now do something which I always find a really worthwhile which is to bring in another teacher. I mentioned the master theorists already. I'd like to now mention the master Jesus because they come in with their different approaches, their different styles of delivery uh, and they add and to the points, but they're all, as you would expect, exactly on the same page. So after the third blessing in the 12 blessings, if you want to know more about the 12 blessings, go to 12blessings.org. You can even join in there with services of the 12 blessings. After the third blessing, the Master Jesus makes this statement. Let not the four-headed monster possession breathe its hot breath upon your hearts, but be at peace. I'd like to have a crack at what that means at a mystical level. Let not the four-headed monster possession breathe its hot breath upon your hearts, but be at peace. This would be my uh, interpretation for what it's worth. I'm not saying it's the only one by any means. It's been known throughout the ages that there are five mystical elements, five major pranas, five minor pranas, five tattvas, as the Sanskrit word for the qualities of the elements. And four of those you'll be familiar with probably from astrology, earth, water, fire, air. But to the alchemist, 
These are the elements which comprise material existence, manifesting from the qualities they provide. The fifth element is the one they were really seeking in, they were most interested in. Uh, that is ether, or in Sanskrit, akasha, uh, hence the akashic records. It's not by chance that the master Ethereus uses a name, Ethereus, which actually means one who travels, or if you like, speaks through the ethers, not travels through space, but through the ethers of space. And if you only dwell on the existence of the four without the higher fifth element, you are limiting yourself to materialism. The four-headed monsters, what it then becomes uh, on its own. With Akasha, you have a spiritualization of mass. Uh, that's a phrase from the mastery theorist too. It transmutes it into something higher. And that's a reality in which no possession as a mindset can exist. And then we have this very poetic statement and there's some beautiful poetry uh, in the 12th in the Blessings, as Dr. King himself used to discuss, remember one whole dinner where he eulogized over the, the poetry in the 12th Blessings. And here's a phrase, breathe its hot breath upon your hearts. Let not possession breathe its hot breath upon your hearts, but be at peace. A powerful image. I'm sure we can relate to it because that mindset of possession arouses passions, disturbs stillness, ruffles the lake of peace. And it has a mystical meaning too, because to raise the power of Kundalini above a psychic center leaves that center cold. If it's still warm, if it's still hot, then it is still active. You haven't mastered it. You haven't controlled it. So you can see there's some very advanced mysticism in that beautiful statement. Uh, Let not the four-headed monster possession breathe its hot breath upon your hearts, but be at peace. And combined with the warning there of the Mars, uh, the great karmic lord, Mars Sector 6, I think we have a, a very, very valuable pointer. We have to get past all thought, all attachment, if you like, to possession. We have to spiritualize, call it transmutation, if you like. That's what we're put on earth to do. Darren, your thoughts? Yeah, gosh, some of the inspiring metaphysical insights there, I think, into the words of the Master Jesus. Really love that. And it goes to show um, how much depth there is in just, just a few words. I mean, it's just a few words, isn't it? But, yes. Um, we can talk at great length about what it really means. And uh, I think that's the the, the beauty of um, spiritual truth. Well, but, that would be my, my take on it, Darren. And I'm not saying it's the only one. But if you're tuning in for the first time, I invite you to find out more about the Nine Freedoms and Mars Sector 6 at our website. That's ethereus.org, A-E-T-H-E-R-I-U-S.org. And of course, as Richard mentioned, there's also the 12 Blessings, 1, 2 as digits, blessings.org, uh, where you can also find out more about how you can join in with these online world healing services. So I pick out a moment of truth uh, or a question to share in every show. And if you have something you'd like to share, do drop us a line at Spiritual Freedom at Richard Lawrence at Cody UK. Got a great question here this week, Richard. Um, this person says, hello, Richard, what is the goal of life? Is it to achieve cosmic consciousness or other things along with this? That's a great question and very apposite for the particular show we're doing because we're on the fifth freedom. We're on cosmic consciousness. The goal of life for the individual is to attain on this earth ascension. That's the individual goal. But the the mechanism, if you like, the language of doing that is service um, to all. And service to all comes first, even above now in this day and age, our own development, our own advancement. So both are true and they come together as one. Service is the way we should do it and we should put service first. 
But our ultimate destination, yes, we have to attain cosmic consciousness, but that's not the end. Cosmic consciousness then has to be mastered through lives before we reach ascension, uh, and then we are free, as it were, of the wheel of rebirth on this planet anyway. Actually, we now know from the nine freedoms that it goes way beyond that until eventually we return back to God. But it's not we, and we've talked about this before on the Spiritual Freedom Show, as individuals, it's we as a whole, it's we collectively, it's all people, it's all mass, it's all um, manifestation. And we that's why service is the key, because we are a part of the whole. Yeah, and I think um, one thing that I, well, you know, that certainly I didn't have clarity on at the beginning of this journey at all. And I think um, other, other people too, is that when you, when we talk about, you know, achieving cosmic consciousness, um, we often think of it as like something we have to do apart from other things. But actually, as you've said there, you know, ascension is the mastery over all life on earth, all experience here, this, this mm. entire classroom that we have here on earth. So everything that we can think of is, is a part of doing this. That's true. And, you know, in the old days, it was used to be thought that you can only have really valuable experiences in deep meditation. And they shunned experience and they detached from, frankly, other people. I mean, they knew they were indirectly helping other people by entering states of enlightenment. But that's all changed now. We have to directly engage with other people. We may have to forego a meditative situation uh, and, a, and a development situation to serve others. But that's all going to be part of our journey because that too, as the nine freedoms tells us, will raise the inner consciousness, will raise the inner forces, including Kundalini, and lead us to those higher states. So there's really no conflict you know, between it. It's a question of um, priorities. And the priority is very clearly service to all. And the strange thing is, when you gain enlightenment all the great ones have told us the thing that you really realize is the oneness of all life so it's really a nonsense to just focus on our own development at the exclusion of others yeah absolutely that's that's the, the absolute message isn't it in, to, in terms of um the message that mars sector six has given us and i think also just a, a last point in this is that um i think it also highlights to us the value of experience itself it does um you know, that what we, you know, in terms of living our life and the things that we could, you know, the opportunities that we have to master certain things and to overcome certain obstacles in our journey is, is, is you know, what this is, uh, what this is about in terms of ultimately getting to mastery over all experience on earth. Very true. And thank you all for listening to the show this week. And please always remember that service is the jewel in the rock of attainment. 